Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello again, welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Adam. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, that's all. Two questions in one. You're not used to this. Uh, one question. Well, normally, you give me a chance to say hello first. Oh, okay. Sorry. Knocks me off my rhythm. Some sort of in- this is like some sort of interrogation. Yeah, coming at me fast, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the Andrew Neil of podcasting. <laughs> uh, and also with us this week, we've got Emma Buno Estente. Buenos nachos, Chris. Buenos nachos, indeedy. <laughs> Scorchio. Right. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Champions League this week. There's been two semi-finals. We've got a final coming up at the weekend. Uh, a bit of the Europa League as well, because the exact same thing. Uh, and other bits and bobs of news. So, we are going to be starting in Portugal um, with uh, RB Leipzig nil, uh, PSG 3. Um a lovely header from Marquinhos, uh, a little flick from Neymar to Di Maria, uh, and Juan Barnett with the third goal. Um, who saw this one? I did. Right. What did you think to... Because uh, there's been a lot of talk in sort of podcasts and stuff I've listened to this week about a new mature Neymar who is playing more for the team than himself these last few games. What do you make of that? He does look remarkably less selfish. Yeah. Although... I mean, has he scored yet? He scored in the last 16, I think. Did he? But that was like a year ago. Maybe in the quarters, sorry. <laughs> no, it was At- Atlanta they came up with. No, it wasn't, was it? Because that was Marquinhos and um, Chupin Moting. So no, he hasn't, has yeah. he? He's had a lot of shots, but no goals. He's had a few assists, though, hasn't he? He got the he got yeah, both he assists has. for the quarterfinal. Um, but yeah, no yeah. goals. He's played really well. Oh, I bet he's. I bet if, <laughs> if they uh, end up winning it, I bet he's disappointed that the Ballon d'Or's been cancelled. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't the Ballon d'Or done through the Quip, which is a French newspaper? Maybe they might bring it back specially. No, it's done through no, France football. France football, sorry. Football. Yes, but they might bring it back specially to. Yeah, they might make up an award for him as if he was Cristiano Ronaldo in Syria. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he played incredibly well. He has done the last, um, or throughout the whole of this sort of new Champions League thing. Um, PSG did have the best of the chances before the goal, didn't they? So uh, Neymar yes. dragged his shot wide of the post, and then there was the um, Gulaski clearance, which hit Neymar, and then Mbappe volleyed in, but that was sort of disallowed for handball, wasn't it? So there was a certain sense of inevitability to uh, the first goal, and it was a hell of a delivery from the free kick as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um... I was really disappointed in Leipzig. Yeah, I was as well. Um, I expected them to have more heart, and but they 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 just were really flat, weren't they? They 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 
they couldn't get anything going. They were, but coming back from lockdown in the Bundesliga, they they dropped an awful lot of points um, mm. towards the end of the season. Uh, so it's it's kind of where their form has gone, isn't it, Adam? Yeah, they have they have struggled a little bit since they they've come back. So I think this was. As I said in the last one, I was a little bit surprised that they managed to go this step further, considering they'd already lost um, Timo Werner. So I think maybe that was part of the. This was sort of already maybe a step too far for them, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly as well. Um, PSG they had uh, Paredes in midfield. There was some criticism after their quarter final that their midfield was too static. So they had Ige, uh, Marquinhos, and oh. Crap, I can't remember who it was. Somebody else in midfield, and there was there was criticism that there was sort of too static in midfield. Whereas Paredes, they had this sort of um, the drive from midfield and the, and the passing towards Di Maria and Mbappe and Neymar. No Cardi, of course, in there. Um, but that front three, they've PSG have lost one out of twelve with that front three. So that seems to be their magic formula, doesn't it? I don't think I've ever seen Di Maria play that well. No, his stats the last few years or the last sort of year or so have been incredibly good haven't they yeah and he was really good um the other night i was really surprised like every time i've seen him he's, he's just not been that good so a lot of you know running with the ball and then no final end product um have you listened to football podcast this week adam no okay so a lot of them are talking about Di maria's time here um in the Premier League and that season being a bit of a flop for him but yeah uh, perceived wisdom by those who dabble in stats uh, and who may have been on this podcast before is that that's probably a little bit of a misnomer he's um, uh, he he got into double figures with assist which is a very much a rarity while in the Premier League and although you can say um, it is a bit of a uh, a guinea playing in France he just put the numbers in there as well I'm fairly sure there was a case that he, he wasn't in England very long until his house got burgled and when he was playing an, an away game as well, which I believe unsettled, um, he never then properly settled after that. And the English press especially, I don't, I don't know how, I can't speak for other countries, but the English press does seem to have a history of um, not understanding the, uh, the human side of players so much and just expecting results on, on the pitch no matter what. Yes, no, I fully agree with that. Um, yeah, I forgot about his house being burgled. Uh, that's not going to make anyone want to settle in a place, is it, I suppose? No, exactly. Plus it's Manchester, so it's already raining. <laughs> that, I believe that, that that was also genuinely a factor. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, I believe that the weather did also sort of got him down. I can understand. I mean, he played in Benfica and then he's gone to Madrid um, and then he comes to Manchester. So, you've got to expect that, I suppose. But it clearly wasn't a, a complete selling point because I, I had some, been in some terrible weather in Paris. Yeah, no, I have as well. I have as well. But yeah, I mean, can't completely surprise him. He can't have sort of turned up in Manchester and sort of stuck his hand out and looked up and sort of said El Reino or something. So, you know. <laughs> El Reino. El Reino. <laughs> what is it then? That's that is how they talk down there in the old um, South American colonies. It's <laughs> Luvia, Luvia, Luvia means rain. Is it? Luvia, Luvia. This is going to be one of those things where you find out that it's like in Spanish, it's like um, Inuit, where they've got like 
All I remember is um, the word for sun, which is scorchio. That's yes. all I can remember. And that's when you learn your Spanish <laughs> from the fascia. So. <laughs> <laughs> or, or from the front page of the sun every time there's a heat wave. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, you said RB were like super sort of lacking, didn't you? Um, in intensity yeah. and finishing. They were, also, they were also largely architects of their own downfall, right? I'm, I'm not one for this... Uh, I'm not really one for this criticising teams who constantly play out from the back for that time they get it wrong playing out from the back because the whole thing is built on an overall philosophy right of it it works 98% of the time but they're just there's, you can criticise the way they executed trying to play out from the back against PSG and they got they got lucky with the the charge down from Neymar that was judged to have been handball that um, fell to Mbappe and then fell straight into it again when already one nil down with the for the Di Maria goal. Yeah, no. Um, someone did say is uh, Nagelsmann's suit was that a touch of the Liverpool '96 FA Cup final? Uh, the, the white suits. It was hideous, wasn't it? It was weird. Really, really. What bizarre. we're talking about, Nagelsmann, um, Nagelsmann, Nagelsmann's um, jack, um, yes. suit jacket. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't just a jacket. Trousers as well, wasn't it? There was matching trousers. Um, that's probably better, right? Well, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Just is, is any more of that a good thing? It, it felt over after the first goal, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there was. The, I don't. I don't ever remember thinking. Oh, I can just see Leipzig getting back into this. Yeah, as soon as BSU's got it, was done. Yeah, I think so. Um, which was a bit sad. Just to go back to the, the to touch on the, the topic about Neymar, do you think that part of that is a byproduct now of the fact that he probably at PS at, at PSG probably finally feels that he has at least in an attacking sense the same degree of sort of surrounding talent that he had at with him at Barcelona. That because I. I'm sure I, I know that he had the the, um, the the flourishes of selfishness with him at, at the company, but he wasn't it wasn't to the same degree what we kind of saw once he joined PSG and he'd signed up to this project Neymar. I need to be the man. I need to win. I want to win the Ballon d'Or. I'm going to win the World Cup. I'm going to do all this. And does mm. part of that come when now you've got Mbappe and you're playing with players like? Acardi, Di Maria, whoever. Maybe it's helped that they've shifted their focus to Project Mbappe. You think it's more a case of look at me, I'm still here? Yeah. I wonder if it's the fact that um, rather than taking place over a period of a couple of months, this Champions League um, competition this season has is quite an intense couple of weeks and maybe this is something Tuchel's done and just to emphasise to the squad that you know we are here this is all we need to concentrate on let's be professional let's focus and he's bought into that in some way well, maybe do you remember when Ronnie O'Sullivan won the world championship for the first time years ago it was like the first time he'd ever concentrated properly and he won it and I wonder if it was a bit like this the first time he's going to concentrate properly with PSG 
and put his serious head on. Maybe it's just something as simple that he's actually fit for a change. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a big factor. And I think that the PSG, it, it seems now, and again, this wasn't, this is with the hindsight that I didn't ha- have, and, and I personally didn't think was going to go this way, but the the stats that I saw before, just before the semi-finals, in some tweets about um, all of the teams that made it into to Portugal, and the it was to do with their um, days per game over the last sixty days, and the four teams that made the semi-final are, some, are the most rested teams. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so. They it appears that that was a, a, advantageous for everyone in, involved, and they are just yeah fresher. Mm. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, it was the thirty fourth consecutive game which PSG have scored in the Champions League. Um, so it obviously buys into the fact that Neymar does like playing up front with his with these guys. And I think if anyone saw the celebrations in the changing rooms afterwards, um, he gets on very well. You can tell with Mbappe uh, and there's. I think it was Marquinhos that was leading the celebrations in their changing rooms, but they all seemed very sort of happy to be there. There was no sort of cliques. Do you reckon, there, must, there must be a sense, right, that I think that it's well, relatively well documented that he might be happy, but Neymar, Neymar will take an opportunity to get out of Paris if one were to, if a, one were to come. Yeah. But there's a lot of talk that Mbappe would do the same, and maybe there's only one of them, so it's like... A, <laughs> Hey, Killian, why don't you stay here with me? It's great, but I might leave, but definitely stay here with me otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you go, I might not be able to then also go and I'll be here on my own. Uh, I mean, the Liverpool Liverpool rumours are just nonsense, but they don't go away, uh, the Mbappe. It'll just be be Mbappe sailing off in Neymar's Real Madrid-shaped life. life (laughs) Um, It was PSG's 110th um, European Cup or Champions League game. It was the most played by any team before reaching a final. So they finally made it. Um, one place where the, the game won't be being sort of celebrated. Anyone want to guess where that might be? The United Arab Emirates. So where, sorry? The United Arab Emirates. Uh, <laughs> Saudi Arabia, where are they from? Um, Qatar, aren't they? The Qatari sports Whatever. Investors. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I was thinking a bit closer to home. I was thinking Marseille. Um, the police have banned the wearing of PSG kits on Sunday um, in Marseille after scenes the other night when <laughs> two bars were forcibly told to turn the game off. <laughs> uh, and there were some scenes there as well. So you're telling me that the gendarmes on, in France have turned into the fashion police? They have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to wear your PSG top in Marseille. I mean, to be fair, in normal circumstances, you'd, be, you'd still be brave to do it anyway, wouldn't you? Yeah, you you probably get physically assaulted if you wanted the wrong part of town. Have yeah. you ever seen a uh, Madrid shirt, Real Madrid shirt in Barcelona, like sort of worn by someone walking around? Yeah. Have you? Mm-hmm. Many of them, or I reckon yeah, you... not many of them. Can you... And we try not to spit on them when we see them. But <laughs> very, very generous of you. <laughs> um, I was, yeah. I was in. However, the... they do get pelted with sunflower seeds. <laughs> <laughs> they do. 
when I was in Liverpool, I was in Liverpool for three years when I went there to university, and I think it was probably about two and a half years in before I saw a Manchester United shirt. And it was um it wasn't an actual red shirt, it was a um sort of black uh sort of t shirt with Eric Cantona on the front. I think I'd maybe I saw them for the ninety six cup final actually in the pub there, a couple of United fans who kept very quiet down the front, especially after United scored. But it's just not a wise thing to do, I imagine, is it? Not unless you want to fight. No, it just everyone needs to grow up. <laughs> Why can't everybody just be friends? Oh, it's nice, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> uh, okay, right, so the second champion. Anyone, anyone got anything to say they want to talk about in that game before we move on? Evil one. <laughs> Where do you stand on the evil one then? Fizzy drinks versus. Um, soft, it was Philippe Claire, wasn't it? Soft drinks versus soft power. Are you bothered in any way or, you know, everyone's uh, sponsored by someone corporately, I mean, aren't they? I, I would wager that uh, Qatar and human rights is slightly worse than the mass commercialisation of energy <laughs> drinks. Yes. I don't have a huge problem with Leipzig and their model. I'm not overly fussed about that. And I'm going to say very quietly, I don't have a huge problem with um, MK Dons either, but... I know that's an unpopular football opinion. Am I alone in that? Um, you might be alone in that. <laughs> You're, I'm, I'm, I'm not for the, the, I'm not for what MK Dons did and did, but I kind of think we get to a point where like there are people who are quite old who know <laughs> nothing but MK Dons yeah. need to go over to. <laughs> I think so, especially when you're not far from a football ground that moves from one end of London to the other. Um, so yeah, there we go. Anyway, we move on to the other semi-final, which was Leon three by Munich. Uh, sorry, Leon nil by Munich three. Uh, Serge Gnabry opened the scoring, scored a second, and then Robert Lewandowski with his 55th goal in 46 games. This was a very different affair um, early on, wasn't it? So uh, Memphis Depay with his sort of shot round Manuel Neuer, maybe he would have been better to try and lob him from the distance that Neuer was out. Um, and it can be with a terrible sort of dreadful miss onto the post as well when the score was nil-nil. And then Gnabry scored a minute later. I was willing desperately for Leon to win this game. It should have been Leon three. Yeah. By Munich. <laughs> I mean, it, should, it, it genuinely should have been. They were just severely punished for not taking their chances well, they have, sure. isn't, isn't there a point here where, where you want Bayern Munich to win the Champions League now though Emma because if you go out to the team that no matter how badly you go out if you go out to the team that wins it you can argue you're the second best team in Europe just didn't get an opportunity <laughs> I can't win in this situation because it's <laughs> Yeah, it's like cheering for a really shitty ex. <laughs> or... <laughs> then... sure, surely it would have been worse if they'd gone out to a team as lowly as Leon and you'd be like, you couldn't even beat a team that couldn't get past Leon. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> She's sort of speechless now. Um... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even after, even in the second half, Leon still had their chances, didn't they? There was the overlap they sort of played. I think it was Moussa Dembele um, had the shot, which was smothered by Manuel Neuer as well. So, um, as ruthless as Bayern were, there was chances there to be taken for, for Leon, wasn't there? Yeah, to paraphrase Rio Ferdinand, 
I bet PSG were sitting at home watching that, rubbing their hands together. <laughs> uh, he, it, it would appear he might have a point, though. <laughs> yeah, he might well do. Because it's easy, it, they're easily gettable. I mean, we'll come on to this when we do the preview in a second of the final. But yeah, you can you can get on to them. Um, so I was talking on Football Weekly and other podcasts as well about Bayern's transfer policy because um, the most expensive... Buying the buying the best player in the Bundesliga that doesn't play for Bayern Munich. <laughs> but if you think they got uh, Alfonso Davis for nine million euros, um, I think the most expensive player on the pitch was uh, Manuel Neuer for twenty-seven million euros, which I I can't remember, I thought thought he came through the uses. So I don't remember them buying him. Um, they had Tolisso on the bench, which cost them thirty-seven million. But a lot of those players on the pitch uh, came quite cheap. Lewandowski was a free signing as well, wasn't he? Um, what was uh, what was Thiago when he went to Bayern? It was a, that was a good twenty something million euros. Was it? Yeah. Serge Gnabry was seven point two million. Um, I'm trying to scroll down so I can see. Kingsley came. Yeah. So, I mean, they have done very well out of making some very. Out of they they they're the only show in town, right? So they do very well out of it. Look, they've also got, didn't they also sign Leon Goretzka on a free transfer? Yes, they did. Like they're just getting they're just they're just getting given handed goodies on a plate, right? I don't here's think, Robert, think here's Robert Lewandowski. Well, we <laughs> here's here, here's Leon Goretzka. Don't worry, don't you don't need any money. So you don't think they're being canny? You just think just because they're buying Munich, they attract these players. Um, well, they they could not sign them, right? So they're signing good players, but I do think there's something to be said for them being by Munich and attracting. It's almost guaranteed success. You can get, you can attract these players. You can offer them, offer them wages. You can offer them exposure. You can offer them trophies. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Emma? If you want to stay in Germany and you don't play for Bayern Munich, but you want to leave your current club, you're going to join Bayern Munich. Yeah. Okay. Whereas Dortmund's kind of are more of investors in youth, aren't they? No matter where they come from. Yes, because they well, expect to lose them for free to Bayern Munich anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need to sign that because at least one of them will join Bayern Munich exactly, on a free yeah. every couple of years. Yeah. It's just a surprise that Bayern Munich didn't sign um, Timo Werner or haven't tried to sign Kai Havertz yet. Um... Well, the, the, Kai, the Kai Havertz has long been a a, a Bayern Munich rumour, I believe. I thought it was basically considered done, and that's why there's a lot of talk of Chelsea taking this opportunity because maybe if they don't sign him and he stays for another year, Bayern Munich probably will eventually yeah. gobble him up, as it were. So Pavard was 31 million and I mean, Luca Hernandez was 72. So yeah, they're not adverse to sort of chucking the money out there. Yeah, they're, they're called FC Hollywood for a reason. They've got a checkbook and they are not afraid to use it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, how impressed were you, Adam, then with uh, with Bayern the other day? Did did they do what they needed to do to beat this Leon team? Or do you think they sort of um, looked pretty impressive? The former, I think they did what they needed to do. I don't think they were... There does come a point where they, 
I do kind of agree with 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 what Rio Ferdinand was saying, and you can see the opportunities, and that is not that takes away some of the impressiveness for me because there is a degree of the other team kind of having their chances and letting them slip. Yeah, but and cool. at this point, I think that we probably can start bringing in the idea of also of looking ahead to the final, and you think they play this line that's almost suicidally high, right? And I b- believe is the stats about exactly how how much higher than nearly every other team they're playing. And you think, well, a player like Mbappe is going to take advantage of that where some of these other players that they've come against haven't. I was going to say, Mbappe versus Alfonso Davis, should that ever be a, a race on Sunday were pretty good. I mean, they've won 29 games with Flick. They've Sorry, they played 29, um, won 28, drawn one. They, got, they averaged 3.4 goals a game under Hansi Flick. And I know you're going to say that could be in Ein Farmer's League in Germany, but um, it, <laughs> they, they they beat the teams they come up against and they played pretty handsomely above, against them. And if you think every now and then they come across a, a, a Jaden Sancho where they come across someone pretty special in uh, the Champions League. Um, I mean, they put seven past Spurs earlier on this year as well, um, eight against... Barcelona last week, so they have got a plan to defend, haven't they? And albeit they can do, I just go can I just caveat that by saying Spurs and Barcelona are not very good teams? Yeah, okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did think that same thing myself. <laughs> but they scored forty-two goals so far. Um, that's the second in the Champions League. That's a thing to make because there's only one goal in it. Are Spurs uh, are Barcelona better than Spurs? Leon are also better than Barcelona. <laughs> Um, 42 goals, goals so far in the Champions League uh, for Bayern as well. That's the most in a season since Barcelona in 99-2000, Emma, if you remember those days. I mean, it, it, does, help. Yeah. it does help when you've got um, Serge Gnabry scoring 11 of those. Yes, so it, as much as we're looking at their defence, um, I quite like the idea of Lewandowski and Davis and Gnabry against um, Thiago Silva and Kim Pembe, who have never really rated Kim Pembe. Because they tend to stick That's Marquinhos fair. in midfield. Who knows? Well, maybe he won't play him in midfield, though. Uh, perceived wisdom seems to be that that's probably the best place for Marquinhos. He can protect that back four from uh, from there. Yeah, true, true. Um, but I think I mean of all the scenarios uh, from the semi-final to look forward to, I am actually looking forward to. PSG versus Bayern Munich, as much as it's a good versus evil thing, but I am sort of. Oh, very... no one, no one's good. <laughs> Where are you getting good? Okay, from? evil versus evil. Okay, good. Just because, but with um, Gnabrega talking about this, this is shrewd business from from um from Bayern Munich that Arsenal sold him for five million pounds. Gnabry. Yeah. To um to Word of Bremen, and then. Bayern Munich only only paid eight million euros. <laughs> Baffling. How do... are you? Are you saying that Arsenal are bad at business? <laughs> Good point, well made. <laughs> Forty million and one pounds. <laughs> well, if people aren't going to honour contract, Chris... <laughs> rules are rules, and they yeah. should have done. Um, tell, tell, you need to tell, uh, tell Mr Henry that 
But yeah, uh, Silver and Kimpembe. So this, I mean, this will obviously be Thiago Silva's last game as a Paris Saint-Germain player. Um, and him against sort of Gnabry and Muller picking the holes sort of, of where to stand in that defence and, and Lewandowski as well. Um, and Kaylan Navas didn't play, did he? It was uh, Sergio Rico that played in the semi-final. So that's obviously a big miss as well. Quarter-final, didn't they? Yes. So it'd be a big thing as to whether he's available or not. Is Sergio Rico who went to Fulham? I think it is. From Sevilla. And then now plays for Paris Saint-Germain and they have that guy who used to play for Stoke and are PSG actually the little team that could <laughs> <laughs> and it, together with Premier League misfits Idris Gay as well they've got <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've got a vested interest in this Adam that's hardly a vested interest is it <laughs> is it not Everton legend well unless unless it turns out that we're going to get money out of it in which case Hopefully we put in some shrewd sort of Champions League winning clause into his contract. Um, oh, Liverpool did that. Yeah. <laughs> we owe you five million pounds yep. if Philippe Coutinho wins the Champions League. Surely not. Sure, I don't think that's true. <laughs> it is surely, true. But no, surely the clause does, we didn't Surely the clause relates. No. Surely the clause relates to Barcelona winning no, the Champions. No. In the contract, it didn't say for what club. Oh, he's yeah. still contractually a Barcelona player. Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber, Deutschland. Get on the phone to Arsenal and I'll start learning about how to do business better. <laughs> yeah, well, mind Philippe. Yeah. Um, of course, we don't mention Marocardi so far because he didn't play uh, on Sunday, so he's not been in the best of forms recently. But he's still a player that can do nothing for eight to five minutes and grab you the winner as well. So. Um, Pishy have got strength and depth as well. They've got Draxler also as well, haven't they? Um, Two promoting as well, as we said. <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to be a game with both star players on both teams on the pitch and on, on the bench. Yeah. There's going to be no shortage of talent and promoting. Are we excited? <laughs> Are we excited for this game? I am. I very much am. Yeah. Not really, Chris. Not really? No. Why? Because you're not in it. Because it's evil versus evil. Because it's evil, evil, evil versus evil. And for me personally, we've got Neymar, which is you know the douchebag ex, and Bayern Munich, who just physically abused us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that leaves me in a really bad place. Okay. In, uh, collectively, they're pretty awful. Individually, they, they've got Kylian Mbappe, who seems a very nice person. They've got Thomas Muller, who everybody loves. He's going loves. to join Real Madrid. Yeah, but he's not there yet. He's going to join he's Liverpool still anyway. Do that. Yeah, but he's got he's got Madrid. It's like he's got just got Madrid vibes, doesn't he? He really does. And Bayern Munich are, are leasing Coutinho, and I don't want to see him happy. And I don't want to pay Liverpool five million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> should that, should that you pay him one euro the, coins? Should that alone not give you the rooting interest? <laughs> yeah, but rooting for evil just seems really bad. So you're a team but sponsored by Qatar Airways, aren't you? Or were... I... <laughs> yeah, I can't throw. I can throw stones because we're not owned by it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Oh uh, yeah, I, 
it's just a real can I con- can I really cheer for PSG can you cheer for are they the lesser <laughs> evil in this five million euros who's five the referee <laughs> do you know what you've made a good point five million yeah fuck Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> Double. That's the other side of it as well. It's not just five million euros going. Think about where it's going. Have you ever seen YouTube videos of people that turn up to council offices and pay their parking fine in pennies? Yeah, it's illegal. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, you could just do this, couldn't you, with euros? <laughs> five million euro coins. <laughs> They'll be in the post. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I'm not like, sure. Wait, wait, wait. If if. Bayern win the Champions League. Do you think that might convince Thiago Alcantara to stay with Bayern Munich just so he doesn't join Liverpool? <laughs> uh, no. no. It seems that seems it. like one of the most done deals going. Yeah, but so did okay. Timo Werner. <laughs> that seemed, seemed like an incredibly done deal as well. Only to you. <laughs> no, it did seem like it to a lot of people. A lot of a lot of people, ITK on Twitter and in the Athletic, said that was sort of um, a done deal. Apparently, we're quibbling still over the price. We think thirty million is too much for Thiago, but of course, thirty-five for Andy Carroll was perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm cheering for PSG. I've become everything I ever hated. Kylian Mbappe is a very nice person. With Madrid vibes. Madrid vibes, okay. Uh, Angel Di Maria, I want to ex-Madrid. Yeah, you've not started strong here. Uh, Munier's left, I quite like Munier. Mm. Lucas Perez, where did he come from? He came from Italy, didn't he? Yeah. There you go. He's a good player. (laughs) Thomas Tuchel. Everyone wants nice things to happen to him. What happened to his foot, by the way? Why is he on crutches? I don't know. I'm not sure. I saw him have an argument with a um, Leipzig uh, physio at the end of the game. They had a bit of a... Uh, the Leipzig bench weren't very happy, I think, with what they perceived as PSG um, uh, rolling around on the floor and time-wasting. And I think this one called no uh, yeah. Neymar I think I think <laughs> I think this physio called one of the uh, PSG players a fucking fanny so <laughs> uh, Tuchel wasn't Neymar. too happy with that <laughs> don't know if it was Neymar or not <laughs> I'm going to air towards um, Bayern with this as much as I like killing Mbappe they've got Alfonso Davis and Thomas Muller and I only want good things to happen to Thomas Muller what are you going with Adam why do you only want good things to happen to Thomas Muller? Oh, I like is it. Because, is it because you, he tell, his ability to tell jokes makes you feel <laughs> familiar? <laughs> he seems a thoroughly decent person. Does he? Yeah. Question mark? I, yeah, I think so. I think you might be alone in that one. Yeah. No, no, Ross Bell likes him. Yeah, but... Ross likes some shady individuals and he's the, he'll be the first to admit that. <laughs> I think Ross likes sort of 2013 Thomas Muller, I think. I think he might even be earlier than that. I think he yeah. might go all the way back to... I think he might have won him a bet once in 2010. I think it might solely be about that. All right, OK. So um, who do you think is going to win? Not who do you want to win. Who do you think is going to win, Emma? Bayern Munich. <laughs> Adam? Yeah, probably Bayern Munich. 
I think so as well. Although, like I say, I am very much excited about watching this game. I think it'll be an incredibly good one to watch. Um, right, we move on to the Europa League. So this goes back to Sunday. So Sevilla to Manchester United won. Um, Manchester United took the lead through a shock uh, Bruno Fernandes penalty. They're 22nd of the season so far for Manchester United. Um, and then Fernandes sites equalised. And then I get all my young... Luke de Jong. I get all my young de Jong's confused. Luke. It's not Frankie. It's not Seam. It's Luke. Look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean that was terrible defending by United for that, wasn't it? It's like everybody just stopped moving when that cross came in. I was really happy that something good finally happened to Luke de Jong at Sevilla. He uh, had a horrible season. Has he? In what way? Just not scored, or has he been injured? Or no, he's 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 not scored as many as they thought he would. Um, misses a lot of easy chances yeah and when he plays <laughs> you, you know that Sevilla are not going to score a goal is he the um Joel Linton of Sevilla <laughs> yeah kind of yeah this season's transfers in La Liga I mean slightly cheaper Joel Linton. Yeah. slightly cheaper than Joel Linton though a little bit yeah um Severe and beaten in 20 and they're going to play in the final into Milan who beat Shakhtar uh, 5-0 so Lataro Martinez who seems less and less likely to play for Barcelona next season Emma. Uh, he he's scored oh, two um, <laughs> Romelu Lukaku with his 32nd and 33rd goals of the season uh, and then D'Ambrosio scored as well um, 5-0 but it was only 1-0 to the 64th minute so um, Shakhtar obviously sort of knackered towards the end and just kept conceding um, he's saying this is Padding their stats in garbage time, Chris. Is that what you're saying? Well, Inter, Inter had 37% possession as well. I mean, how you have 37% possession and win 5 0 is a strange quirk of statistics, but. Yeah, it feels like every time they got the ball, it must have been heading heading almost immediately into the net. <laughs> win possession back, one pass, two pass goal. Yeah. Plus kickoff for the first or second half. Yeah, and plus kickoff as well at first or second half um, Lukaku and Martinez I imagine, uh, they just, I imagine to do that you just have to shoot from kickoffs just straight away because <laughs> you can do that more. you can the original FIFA 94 you could beat the Scotland goalkeeper from that um, a little quiz I'd be amazingly impressed if either of you get this uh, Romelu Lukaku and Lataro Martinez are the first inter duo to get 20 plus goals each since I'll give you the season 0405. <laughs> Would you like nationalities? Yeah. Okay. Would you like that? No. Uh, nationalities were uh, Nigerian and Brazilian. Ronaldo? Nope. Ends in O. Oh, of course. Uh, the Nigerian one is Newcastle and Portsmouth legend. Sorry, say that again. Newcastle and Portsmouth legend for the... Um, Nigerian one. Oh, over Femi Martin. Yeah. This um, this guy had the world at his feet. Lost his dad. Became a bit of an alcoholic. The Brazilian. That could be any Brazilian. It's not Alexander. Oh, is it? Is it Adriano? Adriano. There we go. Ah. Phenomenal player. Um. So Ocampos didn't play in the semi-final. So uh, Emma, do you know if he's going to be back for the final? Uh, I. I'm not sure actually. 
he did play though, didn't he? I thought he got subbed off. Oh, did he? Oh, okay, fine. I must have missed it. I thought he was injured. Sorry, I thought they were, I heard him talking about an injury too. Um, no, I think he started that game, and I think he got subbed off injured. Yes. So he's... Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. Okay, so he should be okay for uh, for tomorrow night. I have no idea. I hope so because he's really good. Yes. And Sevilla look a great team when he plays. Um. Does this their real danger man though is uh, Eva Banega? Yeah. Which will be his last game for Sevilla and his last game in Europe. Yes, he's going to Saudi Arabia, isn't he? What's he want to go there for? I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, I can think of money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huge amounts of cash. Yeah. yeah, no, of course. But I, don't I think mean, he's short of cash, though. If I'm honest, he's still good enough to play at some level over he's, here, isn't he? He's good enough to play at anywhere. Yeah, but he's he's older. He's like not just sneaky old. He's like old old, right? Isn't he like thirty six? <laughs> what do you mean old old? <laughs> Careful what you're going to say here. <laughs> I speak as the oldest member. Saturday, what are you going to say? <laughs> oh, there's a hint. Right, okay. Yeah, come on. I just checked how old he is. What do you mean by old, old? Is he 31, 32? Is he not as old as I think he is? He's 32. Oh. I mean, his paper round was obviously in some suburb of Buenos Aires that nobody really wants to go to, because I see what you mean about how old he is, because he doesn't look 32, does he? Oh, my God, I'm older than him. (laughs) Yeah, that'll hit you eventually, yeah. It just did. (laughs) You being older than footballers, yeah. he's He's also a man who's run over his own foot and... Yes, he has. He can't park his own car. Yeah. <laughs> he can run a midfield. Emma, I realised I was getting older. I started to become older than footballers. I mean, I could be... Yeah, but that happened to you with Michael Owen. Well, yeah, no, it did. I, I don't, it was only a couple of years ago that I was mistaken for being 25. When you say a couple of years ago? Uh, three years ago. So yeah, I, I would mean... have been 40 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> He, he was having his eyes checked for glaucoma with other people in the waiting room. Who was met. it that government advisor who went on the trip to check his eyes <laughs> for the castle? No, it was a woman. It was a babe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we believe you. She did. I mean, to be fair, she was a consultant that we're paying huge amounts of money for, so I can only imagine it was to try and keep her retainer. <laughs> <laughs> and, there, and there it is. <laughs> So yeah, how do you think this final is going to go? I mean, a Campos coming back will make a huge difference, won't it? Um, I think that's... You know how... Um, just so, like... At some point, someone's going to tell... Antonio Conte is going to realise that he's in a European competition and it's all going to fall apart. I think maybe the, the format has surprised him, but at some point at the final, they're going to mention that it's actually a, uh, a European competition. He's going to realise and he's going to do what Antonio Conte does in Europe. I mean, watching his um, watching his uh, Juventus team sort of faff around in the snow in Galatasaray was a work of art. Really, it was fantastic. Well, let's just look at let's just look at history. Antonio Conte screwing up in Europe, traditional. Yeah. Seville, Sevilla in the Europa League, normally win it. There we go. Just well, go with have that. They, have they won it more than any other club team? They must At least have in the last five years they have <laughs> um, Inter with their 37% possession weirdly in the quarter final against Bayer Leverkusen they had 37% possession but 18 shots um, would, uh, how does this style of play how does each other's style of play suit them so if 
if they are this team that's happy to let the other side have the ball, would that benefit Sevilla at all? Uh, yeah. I mean, with guys like Banega, who um, is really good at creating chances, so that will play into Sevilla's <clears throat> pretty well I think and somehow they've managed to turn Jesus Navas into a really good fullback yes, I'm not even sure how that's happened but <laughs> <laughs> it has and it's scary he's really good um, maybe they're tricking him as well like <laughs> you think it's a Jedi mind trick yeah well he needs that anyway doesn't he to be, to be able to leave every time he leaves Seville needs to be tricked. He does, yeah. He he wouldn't even think about a transfer away from Sevilla like for ten years before he joined Manchester City. Yeah, I think he, he was needs... so afraid to leave home. I, I think he's just having hypnotists. Just it's like Bea Brackers trying to get on a plane. <laughs> Maybe that's what they did when they sold him. They like chloroformed him <laughs> and then shoved him on a plane. Hey Jesus! <laughs> I. I... <laughs> I reckon they built a scale model of, of parts of Seville just around his house in Manchester so he never really realised. Just the rain getting him again. Hey, you ain't getting me on no plane, fool. Hey, Turn the big heater on so it's warm. Um, will the inter-defence be... Oh, sorry, will the severe defence be worried about D'Ambrosio, Lukaku and Martinez or are they good enough Probably. to be able to with, I mean, withstand that? Lukaku's in some pretty decent form, isn't he? Yeah, he is. They're three goals, yeah. And um, when Lukaku's right, Lukaku, he has absolutely everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I can't attest to have seen much of him having played for for since he joined Inter Milan. But if he has re- regained any of the the body shape that he he needed after being told by Mourinho that he needed to be heavier, um, if he can get anywhere back to that player, he's just. He has the potential to be un- uh, unplayable on his day. Yeah, I seem to remember when he was at Everton, there was this perceived wisdom that if you play him on the flanks and put him up against this sort of weaker fullback, you get more out of him with regards to uh, him scoring that and creating a, chances. That was a Roberto Martinez tactic that he would um, he would pull out, he would swap with um, Stephen Naismith and go and bully a fullback with some aerial aerial balls and then it would fall to Stephen Naismith and then it wouldn't end up in the net <laughs> so maybe not the best idea then for, for Inter to do this I just think it depends whether Inter Milan have decided to sign Stephen Naismith <laughs> you think it must be a free agent you think <laughs> <laughs> should we have a look sure it is Stephen Naismith <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, I, I mean Sevilla's defenders though yeah. Kunde and Diego Silva mm. are really really good as a unit yes could I remember um, in the last minute of the quarter final getting the ball and just flicking it back over the attacker's head as if it was yeah sort of, like, cool as anything yeah uh, yeah I'm going to go Stephen with Stephen Naismith is currently playing for Hearts for Hearts so Hearts or Sevilla in Europa League final <laughs> emergency loan tough one <laughs> um, yeah I'm going to go for Sevilla with this one me too Adam what do you reckon yeah, because, yeah, I've told you, the stats just... Sevilla win the Europa League all the time, Antonio Conte can't play in Europe. OK, fair enough. Right, anyone got anything they want to say on the Europa League before we move on? No. Nope. OK. Um, right, bits and bobs of news. Um, oh, uh, 
there was a UEFA youth game between RB Salzburg and Lyon. It was an under-19s game. Um, and a penalty for Lyon had to be retaken three times due to encroachment, and it was saved all three times. So, oh, yeah, I saw the clip. <laughs> he went to the goalkeepers. Loaded How the goalkeeper. did he miss a penalty three times in, like, three minutes? Someone replied to say, for God's sake, does Penenka it? Um, <laughs> he hit it low to the keeper's right the first time, uh, low to the keeper's right the second time, and I knew yeah. he was going to go to the left the third time, and obviously yeah. the keeper did as well. So <laughs> he went low to the keeper's left, and the, and the keeper saved it. Um, the Barcelona fallout continues, uh, Emma, so... Mm-hmm. Eric Abidal's last act as uh, sporting director for Barcelona was to sack Kike. Um, Kike. Yes. <laughs> Abidal was then sacked himself. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Abidal no? says that he resigned. Right. You can't, you can't fire me, I quit. Yeah. I think that was pretty much the gist of it. Yeah. Is this like sort of mutual consent where everybody else decides you should go? I think everybody had decided that he was going to go at the board meeting on Monday and then made him fire Setien <laughs> and then kind of dropped hints that maybe he should think about it. Has anybody it's seen... Quite, the... It's quite clever, because if you decide to do it, they've they sat there going, right, so who's going to tell the two of them? And like, well, if we get Eric to do one of them, we only have to tell one. <laughs> has anybody seen The Irishman on Netflix? Do you remember where um, Robert De Niro was having his flashbacks back to being in Italy when he was making the Germans dig their graves? Uh-huh. And they thought <laughs> yeah. they thought if they dug their graves really well, it might make Robert De Niro change his mind. Maybe <laughs> Abidal was thinking, if I sack him in an incredibly brilliant way, maybe they'll let me stay. <laughs> I don't think he did that, though, because there was a photo of them yes. in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if if you're being photographed doing the sacking, you're not really doing a really good job at it. <laughs> How has he been there, Abidal? So he's been there for oh, a couple of years as sporting um, director, hasn't he? Two years, yeah. Had he done a bad job? Was this yes, or, very bad. <laughs> what, overall, or just appointing Kike? Or no, because I don't I don't know how much say he had in the managerial appointment, but he's certainly been responsible for our transfers. Okay. So. so yes. A lot of this is on him. He's done a terrible job. Absolutely awful. Okay. So it wasn't just about him being a full guy for the board. He actually was doing no, bad things. He, he's definitely got blood on his hands. Oh, okay. Um, the, the trouble is, though, I really liked him as a player. Yeah. And for how he came back after having cancer and everything that you know he did to get back to playing for Barcelona... It was extraordinary, but he's lost all of that goodwill now. He's he won't be welcome back. Oh really? Are you surprised? Yeah, no, yeah I, I am that. a little bit. I'm a little bit surprised. Yeah, I mean, as bad as a sporting director he is, he was an incredibly good servant as a player. So yeah, there's still the image of him lifting the, lifting the Champions League in 2011. Yes, it was beautiful, but it's tarnished. Uh, quite badly quite badly I can understand yes but you saying all the goodwill is gone I mean I find that a bit bad like <laughs> like the, could, if, 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 people Chris <laughs> you're as hot blooded Mediterraneans aren't you exactly. if Koeman's an absolute car crash he is still going to have been a member of the dream team though right <laughs> we can't take that away from him yeah but that's the only reason he's been appointed yeah because his managerial record didn't get him through the door. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching the fire right here. 
Um, yes, so the king is dead. Long live the king. Ronald Koeman has come in on a two-year contract. Um, I find that... That made me laugh immediately when I saw that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ambitious. He's here for a year. We'll give him a year. Then we'll sack him for Zavi, and he has a nice little 12-month payoff. That suits everybody all around. That makes worth. That makes leaving the um, national team of the Netherlands worthwhile for him. It makes it. It makes it good for him. Yeah. But if he doesn't succeed, I can't. I can't remember who. If he gets spied in... in eight games, <laughs> <laughs> you can't sack him because he's got to be there to the end of the season for Xavi. <laughs> he did say, though. Apparently, allegedly, he did say that he wants Genie uh, Vanyard. Yes, I saw that. His first signing. <laughs> And that would be just like us to give Liverpool a lot of money for someone who's quite overrated. Uh, <laughs> and, and scored two already... goals against you last year. Who hasn't? <laughs> and is over thirty, right? <laughs> or is it I don't think he's quite that old, but um I think he's he's even he's like twenty nine thirty. Oh is he? So he's like I'm gonna look it up impressed. now. We're all, we're all older than him here. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's old, old. So if if <laughs> he's old, if he does yeah, terribly, 29. twenty-nine. Okay, if he does terribly I and mean, gets um, Barcelona into the relegation zone and uh, in severe danger of relegation, but they can't sack him because they've got to wait till the summer to bring in Xavi. I mean, you know, this could be something else, couldn't it? I'm well, sure he's don't all... necessarily have to wait until the summer to bring him uh, to change manager. We can sack him at any time. It doesn't ne- <laughs> won't necessarily be for Xavi. I'm sure if you'd spoken to Xavi um, when he left Barcelona and said his first appointment, yeah, I'm sure if you spoke to him when he f- when he left and said your first managerial appointment in Spain will be in the Segunda Division, he wouldn't have been too disappointed. I mean, <laughs> are you are you implying that that was going to be with Barcelona rather than with Barcelona B? Uh, I think you know, depending. Because depend- I don't, I, I really don't like those implications. <laughs> uh, are we going to be sat? It's alright. Like, like Ronald Koeman has absolutely no history of taking a team close to a relegation battle. <laughs> are we going to? Uh, however. The bad news for you is the cleansing fire that comes after Ronald Koeman, I believe, is Sam Allardyce. (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember, Sam Allardyce always said that if he was given a chance at Real Madrid or Barcelona, he'd do a great job. Is it time for Sam Allardyce? He's like the Donald Trump of football. Are we going to sat here in November, Barcelona sort of sixth in the table and third in the Champions League with one round left to play uh, and talking about Koeman on the edge of his Well, if that, if that has happened, you won't be talking to me because I will be in jail for burning the camp now down. <laughs> Sorry, you haven't had one phone call a week. <laughs> I did promise you I'd wear a GoPro if I went into jail, Chris. Yes, you did. Nice. You did, yes. yes. Thank you for that. Uh, okay, right. Um, what else have we got? So, David Silva is not on his way to Lazio. He's going to Real Sociedad instead, the scamp. Um, <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. Adel Thier, who, uh, Idal Thier, the uh, Albanian director of football at uh, Lazio, is not very happy. I can't remember exactly what he said, but um, whatever Albanian for I'm pissed off is, uh, that's probably what's on the <laughs> Lazio website. Who saw Paul Ince talking about statues this week? Oh yeah, he, he he was surprised that um, 
Manchester City were putting a statue of David Silva outside the Etihad, right? Yeah. And then said that you didn't see statues of Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp outside the Emirates. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are. Yeah. Yeah. Which can I? I think I've brought this on before, but a literal side note to quickly to the statues, the, the very literal statues of Dennis Bergkamp and Thierry Henry that are outside the Emirates. Is they also have other stuff dedicated to um to some of their like uh their ex players, and um there's a bench for da- for David Seaman, and on it it's got his um his stats it says David Seaman um, Arsenal um, Arsenal appearances 405 goals zero which feels like the, the <laughs> harshest most unnecessary line that needs to be on a bench a bench is not as good as a statue is it oh no it's not but why the goals, <laughs> the goals? zero it's the specific <laughs> Preston North End one of their stands um they use different colouring seats so that what the, um, the seats in the stand look like Tom Finney's face um, and I remember listening to an old Danny Baker radio show wondering if that might be some sort of insult where you get to sit on his face every week rather than some sort of <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think if I was David Seaman that's a sort of damning with faint sort of praise isn't it's a it big, right? yeah. Yeah. but not only that you're not worthy of a statue you've only got a bench Wow! Don't go around giving statues up willy nilly. No. <laughs> um. What else have we got? So, uh, the Concacaf uh, 2022 World Cup preliminary qualification draw has been made. Um, Lille defender Gabriel uh, Macaheles. Um, and see, I wrote this earlier on today at lunchtime, saying uh, he's more or less got a medical to complete before he finishes his 30 million euro move to Arsenal. But since then, I've seen him linked with. Uh, Manchester United and Inter Milan. Um, Wasn't so... he always uh, linked with Everton as well? Yeah, he's been linked with everyone. Yeah. So, where you've written that, you should just put question mark. Lots of people. And then <laughs> they'll draw it out of a hat and you will join one of those teams. Fair enough. Right. Player... That's how transfers should happen. <laughs> Premier League Player now of the Year. It... transfers happen. <laughs> it would help. It would, it would probably help help have helped Eric Abadal out if it was done by. Kevin De Bruyne is the Premier League Player of the Year. Uh, Hendo robbed. Um, Jurgen Klopp is the Manager of the Year, and Trent Alexander-Arnold is Young Player of the Year. Can't really disagree with that, can we? Yeah. You just tried to disagree while you were saying that. So <laughs> no, I, didn't. I I can see why Kevin De Bruyne has been given it, so I, I haven't got a problem with that. I can't disagree with why that. Why is that, Chris? Why, why can you see that? Because he has lots of goals and lots of assists. Okay. Things that generally are quite good to help teams win. Yes. Yeah. But lots of things go into helping people win, not just goals and assists. Oh, his girlfriend, his wife is due to give birth this week. Um, if anybody's not seen Thibaut Courtois on the telly for quite some time. Um... Oh, oh, that's shots fired. I mean, oh. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Oh, Ansu Fati's been called up to the to the um, Spanish national team uh, with Eric Garcia and Adama Traore, who still is yet to declare his um, availability for Spain because he can still play for Mali. Um, Ansu Fati, are you pleased Emery's going to uh, join the Spanish national team or is he a, a, a splitter and should be playing for Catalonia? <laughs> 
don't know if he was actually born in Catalonia. Okay. 100%. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because PK plays for Spain, Busquets plays, everybody does, so he doesn't really matter. Scab, scab, He's not all our so. Yeah. But good for him. It's, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, well, were they cool? Uh, you think? It's... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joe Hart has joined Spurs. <laughs> What was that all about? That sweet, sweet third goalkeeper, yeah. <laughs> God, do you remember when he was first choice England goalkeeper? Yeah, well, well, put some respect on his name and say, do you remember when he was good? <laughs> well, <laughs> he, um, this is this is definitely a case of how the mighty have fallen. I think this is a man unwilling to grasp the, rea- the reality of the fact that he's not a Premier League first choice player and doesn't want to go into the championship. Oh no! I think um, he knows he's not a first choice yeah, player. Yeah. He's joined Spurs. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's got that. I think this is a this is a man who knows that that the sweet life of the third choice goalkeeper. He's seen it <laughs> first time at Manchester City. <laughs> the whole time he's there, going, that guy's getting paid half as much as me, but is doing a, a fifth of the work. <laughs> Doesn't even have to get dressed, and he's still on something thousand a week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, say, for instance, joined a team like Sheffield United to need a goalkeeper now. Well, Sheffield United bought Aaron Ramsdale for to... They bought Aaron Ramsdale for eighteen million pounds today. Sheffield United have. Oh, so they they actually bought a goalkeeper. Yeah, but he he, he could have if they hadn't already bought a goalkeeper, gone there, for instance, and actually played matches. I... I think his stock might be so low that he might not have been able to go there and play matches. <laughs> you think Sheffield United are too good for him? <laughs> I think they might think they're too good for him. <laughs> but even none of the Premier League, the promoted clubs took a, a punt. Yeah. Championship. Because yeah. they think they're too good for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? We got? Oh, um, Deputy of Palestina, the Chilean team. They're 100 years old today, as we record. They're the team that was made up from um, uh, made up from migrants from Bethlehem. Uh, in bed with Maradona, you can read a fantastic article all about them. Um, I, I can't remember who wrote it, but obviously somebody incredibly talented. Uh, right, bits and bobs of leagues in MLS. There's a few derbies coming up this weekend. It's Portland versus Seattle, um, Inter Miami versus Orlando, and it's El Tráfico. Uh, that's Spanish for the traffic, is it, Emma? Correct, Chris. Brilliant. That's LA Galaxy versus LAFC. That's um, also could feature Jonathan Klinsman, son of Jurgen, who's just signed for LA Galaxy. Uh, in the A League, it's El Distanso as Wellington play uh, Perth. Does that stand for the distance? It does, Chris. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, in Brazil, <laughs> at some point, I'm just going to start talking over you. So hurry up. <laughs> in Brazil, uh, it's Clásico de Rivaldade uh, as Botafogo plays Flamengo. That's Iberian, isn't it? So it's all the same. Um, the classic, the Clásico of the rivals. Is that right? I don't speak Portuguese. Uh, and finally, the Canadian Premier League is Al Clasico as Cavalry and Edmonton. Uh, from right, both... That's the bit where I'm going to start talking again. <laughs> both from Alberto <laughs> play. <laughs> play each other, and the winner gets the Wild Rose <laughs> Cup. So that's like four L's or Al's this weekend. It's like a week. It's like a festival of football. Here's us only wondering that you know what we're going to do now. The sort of Champions League's coming to an end. We've got four things there. We're going to go on holiday, Chris, and, you know, have a break. 
That's what normal people do. They don't watch the Canadian Premier League. Well, <laughs> everyone on holiday is down where I am at the moment, so it's it's full up, and all I can do is watch the Canadian Premier League. Um, well, none, of them, none of them are watching the Canadian Premier League, and they're all there with you, so clearly there are things you could do other than watch the Canadian Premier League. They will be. We've got a storm at the moment. Um, Ligue 1 is back this weekend, so Bordeaux versus Nantes, Dijon versus Angers. Um, the, t- the game of the round would have been Marseille versus Saint-Étienne, but that's been called off due to... Uh, Marseille players testing positive for uh, the coronavirus and we'll finish on some bits and bobs of news so um, Jose Mourinho is the Spurs manager he likes experienced players in their uh, late 20s early 30s Gareth Bale to Spurs can we see that happening no 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 because a bit like Joe Hart Gareth Bale's got that fourth striker money <laughs> rolling in that's a hell of a fourth striker money though yeah that's why he's not going to leave why yeah. would he want to stop playing golf every day and actually do work that's true um, Thiago Silva's been linked with Chelsea uh, Sergio Romero and Cash um, from Manchester United uh, to Aston Villa to pay for Jack Grealish um, I he... And cash. And cash. Literally, literally in, a, in like a briefcase. Yeah. Really cash? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, if you remember your history class, it's like German inflation. They're just going to turn it with wheelbarrows full of money and Sergio Romero pushing them. Um, I can't see he him... He only dropped them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can't see him being at um, Villa next season. I'm not sure if he'll beat United, though. Uh, Jaden Sancho to Manchester United won't go away. Where, sorry, where else do you see him being if he's not going to be at Manchester United? Uh, Are the people on Twitter telling you again that he's going to join Liverpool? Is it? No, <laughs> I, I don't follow many Liverpool people to be honest. Um, I've seen a link for a long time with uh, Spurs, but that was before Jose joined. That was when Pochettino was still there. So maybe, maybe Villa is the, the sort of right thing. Why don't you follow many Liverpool people? Is it because you know that they're all unbearable dickheads? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jaden Sancho has been linked with uh, Manchester United. That was a denial. <laughs> that was not a denial. That's a river in Egypt, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rian Bruce has been linked with Spurs and uh, Newcastle fans having their ultimate come down, having been linked with uh, Gareth Bale and the like when the Saudi Arabians uh, were due to take over and now being linked with Jeff Hendrick. <laughs> Uh, so yeah wait wasn't he being linked with lots of moves to Syria Jeff Hendrick yeah wasn't there some random Burnley play that was being linked with moves to Syria or am I making that up uh, you are might you be right of, I can't remember are you thinking of the, uh, of Matty um, Matty Long what's his name like Longstaff Long yeah, Long yeah he's been linked with Udinese for quite some time yeah, Maybe. but he's just, signed a new, he's just signed a new Newcastle contract, hasn't he? Yes, I think so. I knew yeah. there was some... <laughs> Looking at the notes where it definitely isn't written down. <laughs> just going, I'm actually holding a... Yeah, like, do I trust Adam or do I just... Or do I... <laughs> My notes I are down here. I'm, hol- I'm, holding a, I'm holding a plastic Cornetto cup, just playing with that in my hand. But I was, that was what I was looking down at and sort of testing my <laughs> yes or no with. <laughs> uh, anyone got any other business before we finish? 
I think they've seen behind the curtain enough now. <laughs> um, uh, now they know that they're a plastic cornetto capsule. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are Man of the Post, that part of the Man of the Post network. Um, you can get us on uh, ACAS, Spotify, Stitcher, or uh, Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe, and all our future podcasts will fall uh, automatically to your inbox. You can um, follow us on Twitter at Man of the Post, Instagram Man of the Post. You can like us on Facebook as well. Adam, if they want to follow you, how do they do that? Uh, Adam SA101. And if they want to follow you, how do they do that? They follow you instead, Chris. How do they do that? Uh, they follow me at Jesse Loesch on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, brilliant. Right. Adam, thank you very much. Emma, thank you very much. You're no welcome. worries. And always remember to keep your man on the post. Mm-hmm.